fall is almost here and it's time to make some changes. On this episode of Garden Time, we'll help you use plants to decorate your home for the upcoming season. Then we'll shop the garden center to see some color that you can use to freshen up those containers and pots for the fall and winter. Garden Time is brought to you by Capital Subaru in Salem, Oregon. Here at Capital Subaru, we are family. From you, our customers, our coworkers, and even our actual family members work here. This is my son, Casey. We're generations ahead of the competition, and we're always working to keep you and your family moving. We're here for you. We make it easy to join our Capital Subaru family. All the support you need, from sales and financing to service and parts. We'll be here for you for generations to come. And generations after that. I'm Blake. And I'm Casey. We make it easy to join our Capital Subaru family. Where it's your, your way, way on, on the, the parkway. parkway. Welcome to the Garden Time Podcast. We're based in the Pacific Northwest of the United States in a Zone 8 region. This zone deals with plants that can survive in 10 degrees Fahrenheit or warmer. I'm producer Jeff Gustin with your hosts, Judy Alaruzzo and Ryan Seeley. Welcome to the Garden Time Podcast. Today we're at the Owls Garden Home in Wilsonville and we're with Peter Eastman and we're with Annie Roof. And so, so Peter, so we're standing in front of hay bales, straw bales, and we got all this beautiful stuff and you got a door. And so like, what's gonna go on? Um, well, we're gonna be decorating for fall. So decorating our front porches and our door. So Annie's gonna be helping us out with doing that. The first things we're gonna do is we're gonna, you know, one of the things to do is kind of start at the top and work your way down. All right. Fall, so we're gonna do a fall wreath and hang that on the top of the door. All and right. then uh, we're also gonna bring in a couple hay bales and those are gonna kind of be our building blocks and we'll go from there. All right, so Annie, you're gonna be our creative uh, person here because we're not creative at all and she is in our visual department. And so you're gonna go for it and we're just gonna talk about how to do it. Excellent. So I kind of th like to think of, uh, you know, we're going with a fall theme, but um, a couple of things that the, uh, the Owls visual department and designers have kind of instilled in me is the idea of different multi-levels uh, and kind of using your front, so when you're doing your decorations, start with uh, maybe some, some, like we do with our pots, we call it the thriller spiller fillers. Oh. So think of your front porch is in that kind of same way. So Annie's using corn stalks here in the back and millet. Um, both of them are great thr uh, uh, thrillers for the back. Gives you that height. The millet actually is a grain. It gets seeds in there, and you leave this up there here after it dries, and it's bird food. So the, bir the birds will come in and eat the seed. And, and that then, one, excuse me, that one is really pretty because it's got dark foliage and dark uh, flower stems where you don't always see them that pretty color. And there's also one that has brilliant green Ooh. leaves too with deep burgundy. Uh, stalks too so yeah and they they're very long lasting they will dry naturally just like the corn stalks but that just gives you that fall look you know nothing says fall like millet and corn and you Perfect. see how she's using different uh different heights and different uh, so for her filler in the middle middle she's using uh, mums you could do asters you could do a couple big kale you could even do a pot mixed with a bunch of fall stuff together okay. and then for her spillers She's actually kind of spilling down with gourds, pumpkins, uh, and uh, different stuff like that. Maybe a smaller, smaller mom in there. But that gives you those multiple le levels and it, uh, so that everything's not on the same level. And it's so funny. Yeah, I haven't seen right. one orange pumpkin. But, th but that's what you can do is you can right. you know, color coordinate it to what you need. Yeah. But there's so, so many different colors of moms or so many different colors of 
of pumpkins. You know, right, do you want right. the traditional fall or do you want something a little bit Yeah, so most people would go with autumn colors, oranges and bronzes, but hey, if you've got a black and white house, why not go with a ghost pumpkin, right? right? Right. And you have so many different colored pumpkins. Tell us about some of these other ones. Well, so this is Blue Star here, and this is actually uh, a pale blue on the outside, which goes great with a lot of house colors. If you were to cut this open, bright orange on the inside. Ooh, yum. And it's a, actually a, a cooking pumpkin. This oh. makes a fantastic pumpkin pie. This, All right. This oh, pumpkin. The newest one that we have this year is this bright yellow. So it looks like, just like a regular orange pumpkin, the same shape but it's in a nice lemony yellow color instead. And then of course we have our, um, our ghost pumpkin, also orange on the inside. So oh. if you cut it open and use it for a jack lantern, you get that contrast with the orange oh. on the inside. Um, and then this one, Cinderella, another, uh, 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 people like it because it's that flat, kind of flat pumpkin. Okay. Yep. And gourds, they're really cool gourds. And there's so many different kind of gourds. I know that Al's has a big mix. Yeah, we grow them as a mix. We sell them as a mix. You can do mini pumpkins if you like the classic little mini pumpkins. But you've got all sorts of different shapes, colors. Some come with a lot of warts, what we call warty. <laughs> some don't. Um, some are multicolors. They might be blue on the bottom and orange on the top. So yeah, you can get really creative with those. Very Put them nice. in a big bowl. You have a big bowl or a big basket. Uh, throw, make a, you know, fill them with gourds. Oh, that is neat. Yeah. That would be yeah. nice by the front door too. Yeah, exactly. What, what I like is the ease of putting this all out. Yes. You're just stick, sticking a pot that you came right from the garden center. Right. Let's stick it right down there, sitting it on the on your straw table, and it's easy. Yeah, yeah. and it's easy. And if you already have some. Uh, pots already going, you know, for summer, and they're starting to little, you know, look a little ragged. Then you can maybe pull some of those angles out and fill in with, fill in with some mums, fill in with some asters, and we'll talk about that a little. Yeah, later. yeah. after the break, right? Yep. All right. What? What? Okay. Annie's waiting in the wings here. What else <laughs> right. you got? <laughs> so other things we got besides, uh, she's going to be putting up our uh, fall wreath. Uh, we have a lot of different um, artificial fall wreaths um, rather than. Um, you know, uh, rather than because they're just so much ease of care, uh, you uh, you can put it up, put it away, use it next year, and then of course you gotta have your you gotta have your doormat, right? We oh, have that's pretty. A lot. Uh, we just got in a fresh supply of, of cool fall doormats too. That is. But I think door people don't think of doormats. No. You know, they put one down and right. let it last for yeah. however many years until yeah, it rots away. Yeah. But why not change it out? You can have one every season. Sure. Just yeah, put it, put yeah, it away yeah. and bring out one that matches. And the we season. have holiday one. We have Halloween ones too fun Halloween ones if you want to do that as well. Uh, Annie, do we got to get out of your way? Because we're sitting, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we can kind of scoot, scoot over a little bit. This way and she's like, I got more porch to do. Uh oh, you're going to be behind us. Oh, right okay. this way too. I'll step oh, over this way. Yep. All right. Now over here, and she's got some other pumpkins here. She's got uh, a solid green warty, which you don't see all the time. Um, what Our warty pumpkins are some of our more popular ones. We do regular orange pumpkins. We also do what we call specialty pumpkins, some of the ones we're talking about. Um, and people like Especially, especially for your, uh, if they're they're not gonna make jack lanterns out of them, right. but um, they like to use them for decorating. And if you don't cut into a pumpkin or a gourd, it'll last all winter. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. as long as you don't cut into it, uh -huh. they're meant to store all winter. So uh, they'll sit on your front pot all winter if you want it to. Right, because I think some people worry about that. You know, mm -hmm. some year when it's still real warm out. It's yeah. Like, well, I don't want to put this stuff out because I don't want it to fade, but. You know, the, like you said, the pumpkins yeah. last a long time. And do remember, that's a good point. It is warm. It's still warm this time of year. It gets cooler at night, but it's still warming up during the day. So you want to make sure if you're doing the mums, you're doing the millet, um, that you are keeping them watered. Oh, yeah. for sure. 
And so I have a question too about a door. So I have a door that is burgundy. And so my colors I think would match because we have these burgundy kind of mums and the colors here. But what if you have like a turquoise door or do you keep that into the mix? Do you want to pay attention to that? You could. So some people, you know, if, if you've got a, a color scheme to your house, a specific color scheme, a specific door, you know, you can definitely uh, design your fall uh, around that color. Um, I don't pay too much. I'm, but myself, fall to me is fall colors. So oranges and burgundies mm -hmm. and yellows. So I don't care if my house is pink. I'm still <laughs> going to do those colors, right? Because that's what I want and that's what I like. But um, if your door is, say, like a deep purple, you could easily do silvers Ooh, uh -huh. um, and purple asters, you know, would uh, maybe bring uh, would, and whites would look great in front of that door. Uh, and so this door, for people that are listening, this door is very kind of, I, I would paint it, but it's, what do you think? Antiqued. No, <laughs> no that's a I've had a lot of money yeah. to have somebody paint this antiqued like that. Look at that. It's very vintage. Very, very vintage. vintage. Yes. yes, 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 yes. And then is there any like other tips that you can give us? Like if we're so nervous, we've never really done this. And so like, what do you, do you give like, hold our hand? How can you tell us? To um, you know, some people will want to do the traditional, I've got two pots on either side of my doorway and they match and that's fine. But maybe add to that some stuff around it. Pumpkins, maybe some straw bales. Try, but try, uh, try to go odd. So maybe I'm doing pumpkins on this side and only gourds on this side. Or I'm doing a hay bale with gourds on this side and only pumpkins on this side. So mix it up a little bit. It'll look better that way if it's if they're not exactly the same on both sides. And heights again, use the different mm -hmm. heights. I like that. Um, I have got it. I found an old wooden milk carton at uh, in a estate sale, right? <sighs> and I bring that out and I put my pumpkins on it. So you get some height. So everything's not just flat on the ground. Um, uh, we have, you know, plant stands work great for that. So oh, sure. you know, plant stands that you use maybe uh, for your hanging baskets in the summer or house plants. Bring one out and, and take a mom and put it on a plant stand. It'll get it up off the ground, mm -hmm. right? And add a, those dimensions is what you're looking for. So if we're using the straw bales, you know, we're in the Northwest, you know, it's still summer and dry, but once those rains start coming, do we need to worry about the straw bales getting it's, wet? As long as they're undercover, yes. You don't want them to get wet. Uh, a, 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 a trick we use here at the nursery, which I would encourage everyone to do, um, if you're gonna put living plants like mums, asters, uh, uh, on straw bales, use a plastic container like that just like uh, Annie's doing uh, because otherwise your hay bales are going to get all wet when you water them and they're just going to rot. Uh, right. So yeah, you want to keep you want to keep your strawberries in a dry spot. Undercover's fine. They doesn't have to be completely enclosed, but yeah, otherwise they're just yep. going to get all moldy. Pretty quick. Idea. And if you don't have the covered, use, like you said, a plant stand or yeah, just to get yeah. to height. But all the plants and the pumpkins and the gourds can all be out. Right, yeah. right, right. right. Yep. Everything else can be out in the rain, no problem. Yeah. Okay, good so, you know, with, with the straw bales, you know, they are kind of flammable. <laughs> and so as we get to where we're curving our pumpkins, you know, a little bit later, we're probably worrying about candles and straw. Yeah, <laughs> so straw, um, corn stalks, they're all very, very, very flammable. Um, so if you're using those in your displays, go ahead and go and buy yourself the uh, battery powered uh, candles is what I would recommend, right? And then that way, peace of mind, you're safe. Now, if you don't have any straw, 
If you've just got live plants, there's no straw, there's no corn bales, you can go, you go ahead and use regular tea candles. Mm -hmm. But the battery operated ones, less of a mess. Mm, yeah. So that's what I would recommend. And you can even get some with like a remote. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. You don't even have to yeah, yeah, try yeah, to reach yeah, your yeah. hand into your yeah, slimy yeah, pumpkin yeah, to try yeah, to turn yeah. them on. Yes, so. and everyone carries those now, so that's yeah. what I yeah. would use. That is good. Well, I think these are all great tips. Anything else you want to add? Or I think we covered it all. Annie, this is gorgeous. Thank you so much for doing all that. It just, I want to just take it home and do it at my front door. Yes, it makes absolutely. It easy. absolutely. So what we'll do is we'll take a quick break. Okay. We'll hear from our sponsor, Capital Subaru. And then when we come back, we'll get into the containers and some mixed planters oh, and perfect. more fall decorating perfect. ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be right back after the break. Here at Capital Subaru, we are family. From you, our customers, our coworkers, and even our actual family members work here. This is my son, Casey. We're generations ahead of the competition, and we're always working to keep you and your family moving. We're here for you. We make it easy to join our Capital Subaru family. All the support you need, from sales and financing, to service and parts. We'll be here for you for generations to come. And generations after that. I'm Blake. And I'm Casey. We make it easy to join our Capital Subaru family, where it's your, Your way, way on, on the, the parkway. parkway. The dahlias are blooming and the fields are open. Stop by Swan Island Dahlias in Canby and stroll to nearly 40 acres of blooms. From now until the end of September, you can also enjoy specialty foods, live music, take a class, or visit our new larger gift shop. Check out our Sunday market, pick up some fresh cut flowers, and even order your favorites for next spring. Check out our Facebook page for all the latest updates. Visit Swan Island Dahlias in Canby, just 30 minutes south of Portland. We'll see you soon. For 75 years, Al's Garden and Home has been a favorite destination of local gardeners. Starting in a small roadside fruit stand off of 99E in Woodburn by Al Biggie, Al's has grown to four retail locations in the Portland metro area that also includes a huge growing operation near Hubbard. To ensure that you get the highest quality, Al's grows over 80% of the plants they sell. This fourth-generation, family-owned business is now one of the most recognized garden centers in the country. Stop by one of our four locations to learn why Owls is the first stop for Northwest Gardeners. Welcome back to the Garden Time podcast. We're at Owls. Garden Home in Wilsonville with Peter Eastman. And so, Peter, so now I know you kind of alluded to it in the first part about containers. You know, we've had beautiful summer containers and so maybe they're getting a little tired. So you have some ideas for us. Yeah, yeah, so one of the things is, one, uh, a, a good tip that uh, I take to heart every year is this time of year, your your containers, you're, they still might be looking good, but uh, you don't want to wait too long to switch out to your fall winter containers. Oh because A, the selection now is best at your garden centers mm -hmm. for your fall stuff. If you wait too long into October, you're gonna have less of a selection. Also, uh, those fall container plants that you plant, uh, you're taking advantage of the fall warm weather to, for them to grow and get bigger. If you wait to plant in November, those pansies are gonna just still look itty bitty all the way through winter. If you plant them now, September, it gives them a couple months to really grow, get bigger, and those those uh, those fall plantings to fill out and kind of knit together and get that full look. Now we have a couple examples here we did for kind of, uh, so you want your, this is more of a classic winter display here. Um, this will get you through the whole winter. Um, we took uh, a kind of classic black and gold uh, combination here. We took a nice black terracotta pot here. Um, 
This is a golden form of uh, the uh, false cypress, uh, Um and it's got an unusual little wavy foliage, bright gold. This will stay like this year round. Oh, it's Looks beautiful. Looks like this all the time. Um, and then under underneath it, we planted um, black mondo grass. So you get this classic con combination. The black really makes the yellow pop. Um, we put a little over here. We took some um, of your chameleon plant. Um, a lot of people know this is a ground cover, um, but it great colors, mixes in. Got a little pink in there, but the green and white goes great. Um, uh, and then we did purposely, if you look close here, we purposely left some holes. Well, why did we leave holes in there? Well, I the reason wondering. is uh, we want, we're leaving those, we're going to plant some bulbs in there. So, we so one of the, a, a, a good tip when you're planting your fall and winter uh, containers, overplant them with some bulbs. So uh, plant some bulbs in there first, give them some, uh, some room, and they'll come up in the spring right through those other containers. So this is all evergreen here. So what we're going to do color? is we're going uh, oh, to put some bright gold little uh, narcissus. This, uh, this variety is called Tete Tay. It'll come up in February, about, a, about six to eight inches up. These bright little uh, head, cherry heads of yellow match really well. Um, if you didn't want yellow, you could go a couple of other directions. With this plant, uh, this planter, since it's fairly small, you want your bulbs to kind of match that for scale. So don't get a giant tulip or a giant <laughs> daffodil that's going to overwhelm. So here you could also do a snowdrop. Nice little snowdrop's going to come up, be about, be pure white, bloom in January. Um, or you could do a, a snow crocus, deep purple. Um, both of them are only going to get about six to eight inches though. So you're going to get that bright color, nice. but it's not going to overwhelm the container. And do we have to do something different um, fertilizer wise so or if, whatever? If we're going to underplant with bulbs, I would recommend just fertilizing the entire con uh, container with bulb tone okay. or a bulb fertilizer. Now, if we weren't using bulbs and say instead we were putting in some of our fall annuals like kale and asters or mums or pansies, then I would use a good transplant fertilizer. Uh, we like here at the nursery, owls like to uh, call it plant insurance. <laughs> you know, you get insurance for your car, you shouldn't be planting without plant insurance. So um, this just makes sure that your plants have, uh, you know, have that chance to really thrive. Um, and so, Peter, with this color combination or with this plant combination, do you have to, this time of year, the light is going to be going away? I mean, we're going to go to gray days. So does it matter that, say we wanted to mix something in that's a real shade plant? Will it matter this time of year if you mix those kind of No, cultures? because with a, once we start to get into our cloudy weather and uh, the light level gets really low, you can mix shade and sun together. Um, uh, the, uh, we're, you know, low, lower, lower days, longer nights. Um, you, the, the shade plants will be fine in full sun. Okay. And the, and the full sun plants will be okay in part shade. <laughs> so this is the time of year, winter, fall, winter, when you really can mix all those together and kind of go against the rules when it comes to sun and shade. Ooh, and like you're rules. saying, you know, so, by leaving these little pockets, you know, winter time, you could do you know, a fall combo yeah, uh -huh. and then pop in some different color in the early yeah. spring yeah, right. and then when, change it out again exactly. for summer yeah, and like keep we, the basics in there. We could have some, if we wanted to, we could put some little pansies in there. Uh -huh. And then once the bulbs start coming up in the spring, maybe take the pansies out and the bulbs would just take over. We could do that. Um, we've got uh, another container over pretty. here where we went with, decided to go with the more classic fall colors. So we've got a lot of people like this burgundy kind of red colored pot. Right. It's very popular right now. So we wanted to play on that color. 
Um, I, so I thought, okay, well, what kind of fall c uh, colors could we do? Um, we've done a, m a mixture of, you want to have, because you're going into winter, you want to have a mixture of kind of some annuals and uh, small shrubs, but they should be evergreen in nature. So here we've got this millet, traditional fall plant, that gives us the height, gives us that, that uh, thriller plant we want. Um, classic fall, um, beautiful deep burgundy. Um, we've matched it with a dwarf Nandina here. This is firepower, just starting to get its fall color. That's As we go into the colder months, this is gonna get redder and redder and redder. So you've got this by your front door. You get to watch it every week, see it change colors. Nice. Um, we've added with that uh, this beautiful heuchera. This one is one of my favorites, it's called Forever Red. And this will stay evergreen. So um, after the millet is gone and after the ornamental peppers here gives us our little pop of fall color. Once those are gone, you've still got this beautiful heuchera and this beautiful nandina as well. And will, will the millet die down completely in the wintertime or the, is it brown out? It, the, millet will, the millet, just like corn stalks, yeah. will, will dry out. And you oh. want to leave those on there even be, uh, because this millet is actually a grain and there is seed in there and the bird, it's great for the birds. Oh. Now, if that's not your thing and you don't want to look at a dried out looking <laughs> grass, you could always yank it out and put in uh, maybe a, a broadleaf evergreen. We picked here kind of a gardenia uh, that gives you that evergreen and then you might, you know, gardenias, you, it will spit out flowers yeah. all the way through November, December. You could also use a smaller uh, winter blooming camellia. You could use a Daphne. Daphne would be That'd a good be choice. Nice. But just something to give you kind of an anchor there. Nice. And it's nice because even after you know you plant some of these more permanent evergreen things, doesn't mean that they have to stay in there forever. No. Right. Right. No, no, I no, mean, no, you no, can no, take no. those out and go yeah. plant them in your yard exactly. or do something else. With exactly. Them, so. so like this Nandina, maybe next, maybe next spring, that you, you've got that out in your yard somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. So think about that when you're putting these smaller evergreens hardy into your plant into play in planters think about where they they might work in your yard mm -hmm. the you know the season after that is cool and then i see this blue one which is a totally different kind of combination but um really beautiful and i know blue a lot of people have blue pots and it's yes. like what do i do for fall yes. <laughs> yes. so this is really beautiful so a lot of people love blue and white classic combination um it's just i, I know a lot of people love those uh, those those colors so we've done here with a blue pot, um, our thriller plant, of course, is that pure white mum, right? And then to accent that, we've got these beautiful blue pansies and then this great kale. The kale will continue to get darker and darker and darker color as the nights get colder. Um, and then we needed, a, uh, and then we've also got a white bacopa over here. Bacopa is one of the better annuals for for uh, continuing to flower all the way through fall into winter. It's a cool season annual, we call it. We've And then we've got um, this Carex here, that green and white plays off that white flower. It's pretty. Uh, and then for an accent, we've got some silver trailers um, that are evergreen. So those are gonna trail down. Um, half hardy, if we don't get too hard of a frost or it's right up to your next door, uh, next to your door, under cover, it'll last all winter. And this is another one that, you know, once your your mom has bloomed, done after the fall, you could switch over and do like this gardenia. Exactly, yeah. still get the kind of yeah, the green, yeah. so, uh, the green you know, and white look. If, yeah, once the, once the mom's gone, you mm -hmm. know, it's done its things. Because mom, you get about three or four weeks on a mom. Mm -hmm. um, once it's done, popping your gardenia, yeah. Yep, perfect. 
And I see that you have some other coral bells, other hookers here, there, and they're all so different. Yes. So really, so, one for anyone. Yeah, so coral bells, great winter plant, fairly, fairly evergreen, so many different colors. Uh, and we have ones for, bigger ones for the, for like in your landscape. Mm -hmm. um, this is a classic champagne, That's color pretty. changes. This time of year, it's more of a green. In early spring, it's a deep, deep bronze color. Um, with, with, and then this is my favorite That's zipper. Pretty. So zipper is kind of a bronze on the top and then contrasting purple pink on undertone under the leaves along with a bright pink stem. Looks great all winter. They also have a series of hucaras which I love just for containers. They were bred to stay small and cute for containers. It's called the Little Cutie series. Mm -hmm. This is sugarberry here, classic nice purple. And then we have sweet tart too. And they're great, uh, you know, because they'll fit into a lot of smaller containers where those big, large hucaras will not fit. So there's really, as you're, you're building out these containers, your colors are anything oh, you want, anything want it to you be. Oh, anything you want to be. Mm -hmm. anything, try to stick with, say, three colors. Okay. Is a good advice, right? With he, right here, we stayed with kind of yellow, green, and black. Here, we've done white, green, blue with a little bit of silver. This one is mostly reds green and uh and and so we say like kind of burgundy so try to keep it to like three colors mm -hmm. um it's kind of a classic design right and you know some of these containers just with the amount of different foliage color it's not all flower right you know, exactly. we're, we're, we're so used to mm -hmm. your spring baskets that are all flower sure that you can get so much color yeah. out of just the just the leaf yeah yeah, so winter, um, not a lot's blooming, so take advantage of your foliage, different mm -hmm. contrast, um, <coughs> excuse me, shapes and color. And you know, Al's has all of this right now. I mean, it's amazing. It's so much fun because you can come and play. I mean, you can add things to your landscape, do your containers, do your front door. And it's really a fun time to come to garden centers. I think a lot of people think, oh, there's nothing to do in the fall into winter, but really you guys are chock full. We are chock full. So we've got straw bales and we have uh, mums and asters and gourds and pumpkins and hanging baskets, great hanging baskets to, uh, that will take you into winter with evergreen evergreen material in them, um, pansies and, and uh, heucherel like we talked about, um, African daisies, and then lots of evergreens too. We're stocking up on conifers and stuff for people's winter gardens. Nice, nice. Yeah, because yeah, after a long hot summer, you yeah, know, you've lost motivation, you know, your porch is looking a little, little tired by this time, so it's a great time to get out. You know, and fresh, freshen it up and get some new inspiration. And I know that we're in the Northwest, and so a lot of people can't come to Al's. So really go to your local independent garden centers. I'm sure there's one in your neighborhood, your favorite one. But if you are in the Al's area, you got a lot of things going on this fall. Big month, chock full of events. So uh, we have uh, Sip and Paint. It's coming up uh, September 30th. Uh, that's a, a great event. Come in, sip some wine, get to, make, get to do some painting. Um, we also have our most popular event of the of the season called Your Gorgeous, where we uh, decorate pumpkins with sedums on the top. Very, uh, very um, popular event. So make sure you sign up early. Yeah, definitely. The Gazelle of the Year is right is going on. Um, it's our big event. Uh, everything in the uh, tree and shrub is thirty percent off. Perennials are on sale. Fruit trees, roses. Um, 
This is the one time of year, if you're looking for sales on tree and shrub and outdoor uh, plants, this is the sale. So and, come and in. And fall is such a great time to and plant. Tell us, every, we know that, and but tell everybody why it's such a great time. In most areas in the country, I think that it's a good time to plant. So people always ask, you know, why is fall a good time to plant? So the biggest reason in our area is <coughs> two reasons. Um, it's dry, ground is workable, and the ground is very warm. Mm. It's had all summer. So if you were, uh, your ground temperatures are in the 60s, and then you, the fall rain, rains are coming. You get the stuff planted now, the rains start, you don't have to water. Spring, it might be 60 outside, the ground temperature is 40 degrees, cold. Right. You're not gonna get those roots started. If you plant now, you, your, your plants are gonna send out roots underground for six weeks. Oh, so okay. they get that boost on spring. Wow. So that's why we say plant in the fall, reseed your lawn in the fall, because take advantage of the warm root zone. That, so those plants are really gonna get rooted in before, win before winter comes. Wow, wow. So, and, so make sure they come out and take advantage of your sale. Yeah, yes. definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah, because we are stocked up. We've stocked up our shade trees. The red maples are all starting to go into oh, color wow. out there. We stocked up on our fruit trees. Um, we finally got persimmons back, uh, and we got a whole bunch of other different sales going on too, on mm -hmm. different stuff, mock orange and, um, and, and different ones. And perennials are on sale too, yes, right? Yes, yeah. Yes. So uh, now is the best time to come in if you're really trying to get, take advantage of some good, good deals. Uh, so, so Peter, with so much going on and all the classes and the sales, where is the best place for people to go to get this information? Definitely go to our website. That's the best way. Uh, you can see all our information on events, on sales, you can even shop online. Uh, Owls-GardenCenter.com is the best uh, best way to, to get all that information. And you also have it on your social media channels oh, of all sorts Facebook of Facebook and Instagram, <laughs> yeah. So both, yeah. So go to your socials too, and you know, and 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 uh, check that out as well. Um, like us. Uh, <laughs> we also have kids clubs coming up too. So October is a good, uh, very fun for our kids club. So that's coming up um, October 14th and 21st. All four stores will be do, will do a kids club, and then we're also doing a charcuterie by, uh, board and wine tasting too, Ooh, um, wow. October nineteenth. So yeah, a lot of fun fall mm -hmm. events. The weather's still warm. Come out, spend a day with us. Yeah, excellent. Thank so, you. So Peter, I appreciate all the information, all of the inspiration. That makes me ready to go home and redo my <laughs> my containers. So thank you for having out here at Al's Garden Home. We'd also like to thank Capital Subaru for sponsoring the podcast, and we will see you next time in the garden. Hi, I'm Sarah with Portland Nursery, where our passion for plants has kept us rooted in this incredible community. A lot has changed since we first opened our doors, but through it all, we've remained family-owned and operated, dedicated to providing our neighbors the largest selection of the highest quality plants Portland has to offer. With hundreds of new plants arriving each week, you're guaranteed to find something exciting and unique. Portland Nursery, a passion for plants at 50th and Stark, 90th and Division. Here at Capital Subaru, we are family. From you, our customers, our coworkers, and even our actual family members work here. This is my son, Casey. We're generations ahead of the competition, and we're always working to keep you and your family moving. We're here for you. We make it easy to join our Capital Subaru family. All the support you need, from sales and financing, to service and parts, 
We'll be here for you for generations to come. And generations after that. I'm Blake. And I'm Casey. We make it easy to join our capital Subaru family. Where it's your, your way, way on the parkway. parkway. The dahlias are blooming and the fields are open. Stop by Swan Island Dahlias in Canby and stroll to nearly 40 acres of blooms. From now until the end of September, you can also enjoy specialty foods, live music, take a class, or visit our new larger gift shop. Check out our Sunday market, pick up some fresh cut flowers, and even order your favorites for next spring. Check out our Facebook page for all the latest updates. Visit Swan Island Dias in Canby, just 30 minutes south of Portland. We'll see you soon.